You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to You Better You Bet Countdown to kick off on Wildcard Weekend with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Prop King coming up in about 20 minutes with all the prop plays for today. Best bets next hour. JLC next hour. We'll fill out our playoff bracket next hour. And in a number of hours, the games will actually kick off. And it's going to be absolutely awesome here on Super Wild Card Saturday. In the first segment, we told you all about what's happening with the Browns and the Texans from Houston. Uh, Weather's probably going to be pretty good. Hashtag uh, controlled climate. Uh, Not the case, Ken, coming up tonight in frigid Kansas City at frigid Arrowhead Stadium. So tell us, Ken, what's happening here with the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning defending Super Bowl champions off of a week where they rested a lot of key players and a win over the L.A. Chargers, taking on a Miami Dolphins team that is limping into town with a bunch of injuries, losing last Sunday night to Buffalo, losing out on winning the AFC East. Where do we stand, side and total? And uh, what's happening with the weather, my friends? (laughs) I mean, I don't have to give too detailed of a forecast on this one. Buffalo might require a little more nuance, but uh, it's just, it's going to be really, really cold. Really, really cold. One of the coldest games in NFL history. Not the coldest, but we'll certainly, you know, you search the top 10 coldest games and everybody does those like evergreen lists that, you know, live forever. You can find on the internet, like NFL.com, whatever. This one's going on there after the game is over. That's in all likelihood, that's where we're headed here. So uh, game time temperature close to zero and wind chill negative 25, negative 30 is the best guess right now. Um, So it feels like feels like a snowman is essentially what it feels like. Um, It's worth noting that I because I just think this is interesting. uh, The ticket prices for the game as a result. And we had Kevin Harlan on yesterday, obviously a famous announcer who, who will call the game for radio coming up tonight. And he was even mentioning this, like what the crowd will be like. With the game like this, and we'll go into the betting market in a second, there are very, very, very inexpensive tickets available in all sections for this game right now. So you are, I am kind of curious. Now, so you could play that out both ways. On the one hand, you'd be like, ah, there's not going to be a lot of home field advantage. Like people are trying to unload tickets. Everyone's even Kevin Harlan was saying yesterday, you know, people's faces are going to be covered up by, you know, like ski masks and stuff. And, and, and they're they charging people again. They're tra- yeah. they're charging people still. Yeah, the tickets are inexpensive. They're charging yes. you to go to the game. I I think what they should do is say, "Here's what we'll pay you, Kansas City <laughs> fans, to go to the game." And I think that's well, I was... how they should try and fill the state. Start start the bidding at a thousand dollars. I get the only the only counter, the only way it plays out the other way. I, I think you could make this argument. A lot of times, the way and people know this, right? Yeah, like you got kids, you want to take them to a game. The way that professional sports tickets are priced essentially like boxes out most like middle class families, middle class people from going to a game. Playoff games are even worse. It's a really corporate crowd, or it's at least like only people of a certain class. Okay, you drop the price. 
and you tell diehard Chiefs fans that maybe can't go to a game normally for 30 bucks, you can get a great seat and go see a playoff game. What kind of mad men are you going to get in the stadium for this one? <laughs> this well, the, the problem, though, is how, how much is a hospital yeah. bill for, like, frostbite, though? Like, how, sure. how does that kind of, like, factor into <laughs> right. your decision? Yeah, like, like $30 yeah, for a playoff ticket and then, like, $10,000 for, like, for the hospital trip. Get into a discussion pneumonia. about the healthcare system in America, too, while we're at it. Uh, so just, it's, I think it's just, it's going to be interesting. Um, an atypical crowd is probably what I would call it, either because the, people can't unload the tickets or the people who buy them up don't usually go to games. It's kind of awesome. Like, you don't go to a game very often. Here's an opportunity to... To go see, see Mahomes in a playoff game. Maybe you live in the area, you don't go to games very often. It's kind of cool, even if it's going to be, you know, negative 30. Um, at first glance, just when you, the first time you think about this game, it feels like a terrible setup for Miami. We did this on Monday's show. Just your first kind of pass through the game, you go, all right, so I got a team from Florida and a quarterback from Hawaii going to play a, a game in negative 30 degree temperatures. The team never plays in games remotely close to this cold ever, like in their franchise history. At the same time, first of all, they're playing Patrick Mahomes at his place, you know, who like never loses at home in the playoffs with very rare exceptions. And, and this is really what's driving the movement in the market more than anything, the Dolphins are more injured this week than they've been really at any other week the entire season. Uh, they're, you know, they're projected starting 11 on defense at the start of the year. Like if you want to even say before Jalen Ramsey got hurt in the offseason, like if you put Ramsey in and you say, here's their starting 11, two healthy starters i think something like that of the 11 and it's like basically like ramsey and christian wilkins i <laughs> think it's like basically it and nobody else ton of edge rushers out you know melvin ingram who was a great edge rusher like a long time ago has to be like their a guy edge rushing justin in houston in a revenge game justin. against the chiefs just signed to the right. Dolphins active roster for tonight this game. is this is like this strikes me as you know, like in the NBA, we have like ring chasers, like really, really old players who like sign on with a team and everyone's like, oh, like you got Rashid Wallace to be like, Rashid Wallace is 43 years old. Like, I don't think he's really contributing off the bench. Well, that's kind of like who the Dolphins edge rushers are today. And like, no offense to Rashid Wallace, like he was great, but just no offense to Melvin Ingram and Justin Houston, just, you know. A little later, a little long in the tooth, probably. But in one game, maybe they can have a great game. Xavier and Howard not going to play. Maybe both safeties don't play. So it's just Miami's really up against it. It looks like Mostert and Waddle are going to play on offense, but we don't know that yet. Could be really, really undermanned. So you think about it, you just go, how do they have a chance in a game like this? Okay, well, the betting market is moving. Like, how do they have a chance in this game? Uh, a market-making sportsbook, Pinnacle Offshore, opened this game at the start of the week. Chiefs minus three, minus 120. That was their opener. Chiefs by a field goal. And all of the action, all of the movement in this game has been out toward Kansas City based on all the things we just said. So it's been four and a half most of the week. It was four and a half yesterday. About half of the sports books on my board right now are now dealing Chiefs minus five. And as we get more injury clarity, as we get close to kickoff, I'll be curious if the number keeps end up creeping up a little bit more. Because again, like at, at first pass, you just go, this is a terrible setup for a team. Now, it's it's just worth noting really quickly, there's a there's a flip side to this coin, which is just, if you look at these teams on a sheet of paper, how they played the whole year. So I'll use DVOA, which is a really popular metric that I, I think people know about. Uh, good way to think about it if you've never heard of it, just team quality. How good is the team? Just assesses team quality. Uh, the Chiefs this year in DVOA overall, uh, they rank fifth. The Miami Dolphins, they rank sixth. There's like no difference between the teams in terms of how they played the regular season, but this exact setup, weather, injuries, Mahomes playing at home at his place, it's all driven the market really far out on Kansas City. That doesn't have to be wrong. It's just the most aggressive kind of move we've seen from how the teams would be you know, rated in a normal week. 
and and we'll give our best bets to close the show. Kansas City, like, of course, can can cover the spread. They can win the game by 20 tonight. I would just say, like, if you like Kansas City in the game, and there's a lot of compelling reasons to like Kansas City, you need them to win the game by, like, six or seven points, obviously, or more to win your bet. And, like, has Kansas City's offense really, like, been that the entire season? And, and maybe it's just the playoffs, and you get Mahomes and Reed Magic. Kelsey sent last week, and... God knows what he did on the week of, but who knows? Uh, and and maybe Kansas City just rolls out of bed, and it's what we saw last year, or like uh, on this great run that the Chiefs have had over the last five years. Or maybe the receivers can't catch the ball. And maybe it'll be a little closer than expected. Just makes it a really interesting game coming up tonight. A really interesting handicap. And again, like think Giants-Packers 2007 NFC Championship game. Tom Coughlin's face, like somewhere in between red and purple. That's what it's going to be coming up tonight. Like minus 25, minus 30 with the wind chill at Arrowhead for the Chiefs and the Dolphins. It's countdown to kickoff Super Wild Card Saturday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you, giving you line movement for all the games. All right. We spent a lot of time on the two games coming up today, which is merited. Uh, let's quickly roll through, Ken, the three games coming up tomorrow. If we have time, we'll do the Monday night game. If not, obviously, we have tomorrow's show Sunday and our four-hour show on Monday to get to that. Um, so we spent some time talking weather and the extreme cold tonight with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Well, not only is it going to be cold, maybe not like minus 25 or like zero degrees, not only is it going to be cold coming up on Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern in western New York with the Bills and the Steelers, but this this might not even like be a football game, resemble a football game. Potential wind gusts can up to like 60 miles per hour. The Bills official Twitter account yesterday on Friday tweeting a picture of the stadium covered in snow. They are paying fans like $20 an hour to come and like literally like shovel the snow out of the stadium so fans can go and attend this game and the game can be played. This is going to be a uh, hashtag winter wonderland as one might expect in an outdoor game on a Sunday in Buffalo in New York. So with that serving as the backdrop here, Buffalo's obviously a lot better than Pittsburgh, right? And that's reflected here. It makes it pretty interesting though, right, Ken? Side and total your analysis, please. The Bills and the Steelers in the first game on Sunday. Right. So I think, you know, everybody can kind of agree that, uh, you know, uh, there had been rumblings that they were going to play this game in Cleveland for a couple hours on Thursday. And it was like, man, are they going to move this to a neutral site? Bills fans would be furious. They're not. They're going to play the game tomorrow. But I think we could all agree, like, put this game in a dome, put this game in Cleveland, whatever, some kind of neutral field. Uh, if you tell me T.J. Watt's not going to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mason Rudolph's going to make us, for people who don't know, T.J. Watt probably the most impactful, you know, sort of on-off player, if you want to think about it in that way. When he plays, the team wins a very high percentage of the games. When he doesn't play, they don't. Uh, he'll be a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. He's won the award already. I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, if he's out and it's Mason Rudolph playing his first playoff start and how the Bills closed the season you would give Buffalo, it just, I mean, you can't even make the number big enough, honestly, like a huge advantage in the game, in a normal game. And I think what makes this game interesting is it's not normal. So if you're going to add up to 60 mile per hour wind gusts, I mean, you say winter wonderland, like we've all watched snow games. This isn't going to look like the snow games that you usually watch. Like this isn't that. This is like, you can't throw, you can't kick, you can't do anything. Like this is being in a, a combination of like a blizzard and a hurricane essentially and i can't might not be able to i'm just gonna be honest don't be surprised if you can't see the field on the camera like you can't see the plays during some of the games they might have to go to low camera angles we've seen that in some snowy games sometimes like that's what we're talking about it's like not even a normal snow game so it, okay like now we're gonna play the game in that do the bills still have the advantage 
that you that you thought they would have if the game was played in a normal environment? And the answer can be yes, they're very good, and Pittsburgh doesn't have TJ Watt, and they're not very good. But just like it makes it a little weird. <laughs> like one of Buffalo's advantages, you might say, would be well, Josh Allen can throw the ball really well, and Mason Rudolph can't. Okay, what if no one can throw? Now that advantage is mitigated. <laughs> like, okay. So it just, you kind of go down the list here and you go, what is this going to be? And does that actually favor the Steelers just keeping the game close, winning the game a little bit more often? Because if it was a quote unquote normal football game, maybe they wouldn't really have a chance to be perfectly honest if TJ Watt's not going to play. So I, I'm not like on Pittsburgh. A lot of people have bet Pittsburgh over the last 24 hours because probably this number was a little bit too high. Buffalo was a 10 point favorite in the market earlier this week. So favored by 10 at home. That number is now nine in most places with a couple eight and a halfs on the board, but not many. Consensus number is basically nine or nine and a half. And the total, because you might be thinking like, okay, no one can pass, no one can kick, no one can do anything. What's the total in this game? Uh, well, you'll happy to know, I guess would be the right way to put it, 33 and a half is where we've settled. Uh, this would not be the lowest total in any game this season, but we're getting really close. And part of the reason it's still 33 and a half it's because Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills offense is still really good, still run the ball really well, and there's still at least some chance maybe that you can have some scoring plays in this game. So Bills, nine, nine and a half, 33 and a half, just a, a complex kind of a problem to solve here. Okay, I, Buffalo is really going to win in a normal game. Now, now what? Still Buffalo by a lot? Something different? You know, what, what do you want to bet prop-wise in the game? It makes it really interesting. Yeah, so we'll talk more about it tomorrow on Sunday morning when we have a better idea of what the weather is going to be in the game. If the wind's actually going to be 60 miles per hour, as people know, uh, weather is fickle, meteorology is fickle, the stuff doesn't have to be right. So we'll see. I, I, we know it's going to be bad to some degree. It's just like, is it going to be not an actual football game? Like Bill's Patriots Monday night a couple of years ago when Belichick outfoxed Sean McDermott. Mike Tomlin's a really good coach, just saying. We'll talk about this game more coming up tomorrow when we have a better idea of the forecast. Let's at least start, Ken, the Cowboys and Packers coming up tomorrow. Hashtag rivalry renewed. Uh, once upon a time, these two teams played in the coldest game in NFL history. Game played on Hoth, not really Lambeau Field, in the Ice Bowl back in 1967. This one will be temperature controlled at uh, in Dallas at Jerry World. So Cowboys and the Packers, uh, Jordan Love making his first career playoff start, both offenses can come into this game red hot with Dallas obviously winning the AFC East last Sunday on the road in Washington. Where do we stand right now with the Cowboys and the Packers? And we can carry this over into the next segment. Yeah, this will, I mean, I, I feel like I'm averaging like seven minutes per comment on the game so far. This one's very straightforward. Um, the market for this game has been pretty quiet all week. Uh, the Cowboys opened a seven and a half point favorite. So a little more than a touchdown. Uh, the Packers got bet in the middle of the week to make the spread exactly seven. And it's been exactly seven for like 72 hours and nothing has changed. The total in the game has been exactly the same the whole week, 50 and a half, um, seven and 50 and a half. Why, why is that not changing? Why is it say the same a lot? Because we don't have 60 mile per hour wins and we don't have negative 25 degree temperatures and we don't have a ton of injuries for one of the teams that could cause the market to go crazy. Biggest thing in this this game by far is just how the Cowboys have been so dominant at home the entire year. Best home team in the league. Offensive splits insane. Can the Packers do anything to disrupt that? Uh, otherwise, the Cowboys, you know, 40, 50 points a game winning by large margins. And we have seen the Packers draw some interest throughout the week. This was seven and a half, even eight at BetMGM a couple days ago. Now sitting with the Cowboys, a seven-point favorite. We still wait on the injury status of Green Bay number one corner, Jair Alexander. Going to be a game-time decision. And we'll find out if Christian Watson, Green Bay's number one receiver, will play in the game. We'll find that out tomorrow. On the other side, we'll talk Sunday night football, the Stafford Bowl with the Lions and the Rams. And we'll give you all the prop plays for today to wrap up our number one.
The Prop King is set to grace you next on You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.